Hello, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for Shmuley. Or Shlaimi. Um, so I listened to some of the some of the recordings that are online, and I saw the style of the like it's is to say a vart, inspirational. And I thought, you know, this week's Parshas Mishpatim, and it's the first time that the Torah says out of three times. So uh, I thought it would be appropriate to maybe say a halacha of that's uh, not so well understood. Um, but commonly used. So the Torah says, like, we know you can't cook basa b'cholov, you can't eat basa b'cholov, and you can't have anah from basa b'cholov. So the halacha that I want to focus on is the halacha of using pats, a fleishiga pat to cook milchiks or a fleishiga pat to cook parrot. So the Torah tells us in a few places that even though Isser is, it's also to eat certain things, but it's also Isser to eat the flavor of those things. We learn it out from a few places. We can't eat, we can't eat um, the Isser, but we also can't eat the ham of the Isser that gets absorbed into other things or even into a pot. If you cook something in a tray for pot, then that thing gets the flavor and it becomes tray. So the same thing applies also by Basa B'chalav. If the Chalav gets absorbed into the side of a pot, and then you cook basar in that pot, so then that basar becomes treif, because now it has the tam of chalav and the basar. It's like cooking the basar and chalav together. But there is a very big difference between basar b'chalav and other isurin. By other isurin, if you cook treif in a pot, and then you cook water in that pot, and then you take that water and you cook something else in the water in a different pot, so it doesn't matter how many steps you take, that isur is going to answer the food that you're eating. But basar b'chalav, a very interesting thing comes up in the Gemara. What happens if the busser gets absorbed into the pot or into a plate, and then other food gets that flavor from the busser? Is that busser strong enough to become busser b'chalav in the first place? Is that busser enough that to be called the flavor of busser as being cooked with milk? So again, if it would have been isser that would have been absorbed into the pot, sure, it doesn't matter. It's isser, and now it's the flavor of the isser, and the flavor of the flavor of the isser, it's asser. But the Gemara says is actually Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, but we Paskin, if you take fish that are hot, you put it into a hot fleshiga plate, and you're allowed to go ahead then and eat the fish with milchiks afterwards. And I just want to give a little bit of a hakdom, obviously. Whatever I say here is a very complicated sugya, and everyone has to ask their own Rav in every situation. But we do Paskin that it's absolutely across the board, everyone Paskin that if you put hot fish into a hot meat plate, you are then allowed to go and take that fish and eat it with milk afterwards. That's for sure. And that's even if the plate is ben yoyme, even if it's within 24 hours. But Rashi had a son-in-law named the Rivan. And the Rivan tells, tells us that Rashi said that the Gemara is only talking about if you put a hot fish in a hot plate. But if you were to cook that fish in a fleshika pot, that extracts enough iser, enough flavor of the iser, that if you cannot eat that fish with milk afterwards. That's how Rashi held. Most Rishonim do not hold like this. They hold there's no difference between putting it in a hot plate or cooking it in a hot pot. And uh, they, they therefore say that there's no problem if you would cook uh, fish or any pariv, you cook pasta in a fleshika pot, you could then take it afterwards and you could eat it with milk. Most Rishonim hold that way. But the Ramah brings the Rivan B'Shem Rashi and he says, we're makbid on this. So therefore, we paskin, that if you cooked pariv in a fleshika pot, you are not allowed to eat it with milchiks. That is the halacha, the way we, we paskin. That's what's called 
And again, the reason I say it's complicated, and you have to ask a rav each time, is because once you have onions involved or any davar charif, this whole halacha changes. We're talking about something that's not a davar charif, not a sharp item. You cook pasta in a fleshiga pot. So again, halacha really we hold that you're allowed to eat it with knives. But we are noyeheg, the chumra of the rivan. So we're not allowed to go ahead and put cheese into that pasta. What happens if you did put cheese into the pasta already? And it's inextricable. You can't take it out. You can't wash it off. So since it's only a chumra to go like the rivan, it's actually mutter to eat it. This is one example of where you should ask your rav before you throw something out. If you cook pasta in a fleshiga ben yame pat, and then you melt the cheese onto it in your toaster oven the next day, then uh, it's, it's, the rav will tell you that it's mutter. You're allowed to eat it. Can't say enough times. You do have to ask him. Um, what happens in an ene ben yame pat? And this is where it's actually a very useful halacha. Normally, if treif is cooked in a pot, and then the next day you go ahead and you want to use the pot to cook kosher, we don't do that. You're not allowed to. And if you do it on purpose, it actually makes a trait. In certain situations, it's by mistake. Maybe it doesn't become trait. We all know. But in the case of milkis and fleshiks, since we are, it's only a chumr like the rivan, if you were to cook pasta in a fleshik a pot that has not been used in 24 hours, you are allowed to lichat chila, eat that pasta with milk. Now, why do I say it's a useful halacha? Because if, let's say, after Shabbos, um, you, you, uh, you, know, you have a pot that hasn't been used in 24 hours, and you have a big matzah Shabbos malava malka, and you want to make pasta for it, and the only big pot you have is a fleshiga pot. So can you go ahead and use that pot l'chatchila to cook pasta, which is going to then be eaten with milchiks? It hasn't been used in 24 hours. You should ask your Shaila. There are those that hold that you're allowed to do this l'chatchila. Everybody agrees if you did it, if you already cooked the pasta in the pot, there is not a benyayimai, and then afterwards, you're allowed to go ahead and put milk into it. But the question is, are you allowed to use that pot, which is to melt cheese into it afterwards? And because the time of the fleshiks is not strong enough to become basur v'cholav, it is treated differently than regular tarfus, and it might be muter l'chatchila, you should ask a shayla. Have a wonderful day. at